Welcome to episode five of Getting Real About. Today we are getting real with three teens in part two of Teens and Technology. Tyler, Haley, and Tia talk with their youth pastor about why they use social media and the role it plays in their lives. All right, ladies, it's time to hear from the teens and get real. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Getting Real About. And if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. We are actually on part two of Teens and Technology. So our last one, we did Teens and Technology with some parents. And now I have the privilege of being here with some high school students. I myself am Haley Funston. I'm a high school pastor and these students are some of my own. And so we're going to go around. I have Tyler with us, Tia and Haley, and I'm going to have you guys go around. Just tell us how old you are, what grade you are in. Hi, I'm Haley. I'm a sophomore and I am 15. I'm Tia, and I'm a senior, and I'm 17. And I'm Tyler, and I'm going to be going into my senior year, and I'm turning 17. Nice. All right. So the last one, like I mentioned, we had some adults in here, some parents. Tia, your dad was in here talking to us about some technology, how parents feel on some sides of things. How do you feel about that? What do you think your oh, dad that, may have little, said? That's a little scary. Yeah. But um, yeah, when I was driving home yesterday, he decided to turn my phone off and my music just completely shut off. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. yeah. If you go back and you listen to the last podcast, you will know the exact <laughs> moment when he does turn her oh, yeah. stuff off. It's, it's really, it really does stuff to the phone. Yeah. I'm glad I don't have that. <laughs> so yeah, we'll get into some of those moments of what you wish you had, maybe what you wish you didn't have, but let's just start off simple with why do you use some social media? I use social media just to kind of connect with my friends, like if they live out of state. Nice. Yeah. And it's, it's easy to like make other connections and like make more friends. I feel like half my friends I've met, like either through social media or through mutuals and it's easy to like become closer. Yeah. I would say the same, but also seeing what people are up to. So when you see them, you can talk to them about what they've been up to and catch up. Yeah. I would think that some parents probably have the concern if you are hanging out or connecting with people from out of state, how do you, and just to tell parents this, how do you make sure that they're a safe or maybe trustworthy person if you haven't met them in person yourself? Typically for me, like the people that live out of state, I've already met in person. And then through social media, I just see what they're doing in their life. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't really add someone out of a different state if I didn't know them and just started talking to them because I'd probably never see them. So yeah i feel like all the people that i have out of state i've met or i have like family that are super good friends with them so yeah i've most of the people are out of state that i've actually have a connection with that's good that makes me feel good too i'm protecting you too all right so now we have that in the clear and so and for some people you know that's not always the case so we just have to remind them and it's good to hear from you guys as teenagers that's why you're here to say you know what yeah even I wouldn't follow somebody I didn't know so there's reasons why there are boundaries set and we'll get into that a little bit later here but do you think that we've talked about okay here's my or actually first before I get into this what is a favorite app that you guys use maybe your go-to maybe list a couple that you use every day or on the weekends I don't know I'd say snapchat it's just a go-to I it's easy to text someone real quick or send them what you're doing the fun parts 
Yeah, definitely Snapchat. It's the easiest to connect on. Yeah, I would say Snapchat too. All right. It's the easiest. But like Instagram, I'm usually on maybe an hour out of the day, which is the worst part of social media. Yeah. yeah, it goes by so fast. And I said on the last one, I guessed that Instagram is probably in your guys' top five apps. Oh, yeah. Would you oh, say yeah. that's still correct? For sure. 100%. Definitely Maybe top one. three. Oh, yeah. even higher. Okay. I spend so much time on Instagram. <laughs> I literally had to bad. delete TikTok because I was on it way too much. I was. It was like three hours a day. I was like, this needs to go. Cut. Even my husband and I, we watch TikToks too often and he gets a little bit sad when I turn it off. But how do you guys feel about Facebook? Oh, I have it, but I'm never on it. (laughs) I've never never used Facebook before. Do you have one? No. I have Facebook, but only for family. Yeah. Yeah, I get notifications on all the time, like family members trying to add me, but I just don't use it. So why would I just go on it? I mean, yeah, most of my family has Instagram. So, I mean, there's no reason to have Facebook. I'd say like 30 plus. It's like good age for Facebook. <laughs> I feel like it's an older version of uh, like Instagram. Instagram yeah. for like older people. It, it's appropriate. I'm not going to lie. If I ever see like um, students on Facebook, I always think it's like a spam account because I don't believe you guys use Facebook or yeah. have a reason to have an account on there. So 30 plus, that's what we've determined. That is the age to have Their a Facebook. Age. Anything before younger, Instagram. Yeah, pretty Is much. there any other apps that you would, maybe they're not your go-tos, but that you use that maybe parents don't know about, not in a necessarily a bad way, but just new apps that have maybe come out that your friends are on? I would say we hit the most, but there is Visco. I know Tia is on that, so she can share a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, that's just like photo editing and you can like post some of them. It's kind of like Instagram. Instagram, yeah. Instagram, but without oh, but also any Twitter. of the <clears throat> comments and likes. Do you guys use Twitter? Twitter? Yeah, I I'm use Twitter, Twitter like a lot. I use just Twitter for like politics and stuff. Same. Wow. Already into the politics. Yeah. <laughs> I don't use it for that. (laughs) Thank you for being honest. (laughs) Well, with that, is there a, like something that you don't like about social media? What's the worst thing that you feel like can come about it, whether you've experienced it or a friend has, or. I feel like struggling with self-image. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. It's so easy to compare, especially when everyone like you can, I mean, there's some people who you can just tell like totally photoshop their pictures and it's just hard to like compare yourself to other people because nobody's perfect but they try to make it seem like they are yeah i would just say it's the time aspect i'm just on it too much and then when i realize that i just have to turn it off yeah have you guys i would say you guys hit it on the mark or on the head with the self-image that's huge and we talk about that a lot in our youth ministry and just kind of what social media can do and the importance of taking breaks from that have you guys ever done that for yourself whether you've gone and logged out of your account I know some people do that hey I'm taking a break for a month or so or deleted apps on your own terms not on your parents terms but have you done that for yourself I say we all try to set that goal but then it only lasts a few days or even a (laughs) day seriously I did that a while ago and it lasted like a week and I was like I was really surprised it lasted a week but I'm honestly surprised I think I've done a week (laughs) but that was terrible yeah have you ever done anything like that I mean, my parents make me do that, but um, on my own terms, I've done like Instagram, but it lasts like super short. Yeah. Well, and 
for me, what's so funny. So my, one of my younger brothers, he tends to do that and takes breaks from social media on all aspects, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, everything. And I find myself getting so frustrated with him because I'll be like, oh, did you see this funny TikTok? Did you see so-and-so Snapchat? And he's like, Haley, you have to remember that I'm not on those things. And I'm like, that's just inconvenient for me. Please, you need to stay connected with the real world. And so I think it's like, do you ever, have you gotten into a moment before where you've mentioned, hey, did you see so-and-so's Instagram, Snapchat, and somebody doesn't have social media. So it was like kind of like this weird barrier between the two of you. Yeah. I feel like if you bring up something and then they don't have that app, it's just like such an awkward silence and they're like, oh, I don't have that. And so it's just like really awkward. I feel like it comes up more than you would think. Like about every conversation I'm in, I swear someone's like, oh, did you see so-and-so? So yeah, people are always talking. Yeah, they are. And so I think that's where we have to be reminded that some people don't have social media or they some people don't even have a phone of their own and where we have to create those barriers for our boundaries for ourselves, knowing that our whole whole world can't be all about this technology. And I think that's what some parents get concerned about is that we become addicted to all of these different things that we can't take our eyes off of them. I do want to ask, I don't remember if you guys were at this service, but I did mention this. So if you didn't listen to the first one, we did a series called downtime. And I, the first week asked students to put their phones in a bucket and hand them over to me. Were any of you at that service? I was, I don't think I was. See, I was out of town. My loyal but I students. Was, I was at the next service. <laughs> so you probably heard about it. Yeah. So Haley, how did you feel when I, the initial thought of, I have to give my phone up? I was fine with it. Just the hard thing was, is that my ringer was on. And so I was like really worried somebody was going to call me or text me in the middle in of the, the wrong service. moment. And that did ha- not, I don't know if it happened to you, but people were getting calls and text messages and everything. So you guys weren't there, Tyler and Tia. How would you feel if... In just a moment, any moment, somebody could walk up to you and just say, hey, can I see your phone? How, like, whether you had anything to hide, what would be your initial reaction? Normally, I just tell people my password's my birthday, and then they have to guess. <laughs> oh, you don't you tell them your actual birthday? <laughs> no, I don't tell them my birthday. If, oh, if, they're, so if they're a real one, then they know. If they, if they know my password, then they can go on my phone. If not, then I guess that's their, their, their bad I mean, if we were at church, I'd be like, oh, yeah, go ahead, take it. But like not I wouldn't go give it to some random Joe and be like, oh, here's my phone. Go look through (laughs) it or whatever. They probably wouldn't even know what to do with that information. (laughs) They were some random Joe. (laughs) So do you feel like whatever you use the most, it sounds like for all of you, it's Snapchat. But even if it is on your post and we're talking about, you know, the image, self image and all these different filters that can be used or even just whether it's your child is playing video games, whatever it is, your username can be somebody else. Do you feel like you guys are portraying the real you online? Or do you feel like there's some things that you do online that you wouldn't necessarily do in person? Um, For me, I feel like I portray myself like really good because I use like my real name and everything. So people that know me know how to find me. Yeah. That's good. 
I feel yeah. like it's just a highlight reel so that you just put all your good stuff on it. Like, why would you post your bad about yourself? Because you're always trying to destroy yourself as a good person. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, though, so, well, that's good to hear. So I don't really know. Are Finsta accounts still a thing? What the heck is a Finsta? It's like a fake it's Instagram like a that someone oh, makes about know. you. I was like, oh no, oh, I, like I'm that's not some, relevant. That somebody makes about you? No, not no, so it's like, like, it's like, like your your spam you account. like stuff that you don't want. Your oh, main. I have one. Oh. I have one too. Just a spam? Tyler has one too. Yeah, I mean, the last time I posted on it was a year ago. Wow. Yeah. I so just started up in quarantine. that are listening. No, my mom follows mine. Hey, that's good. That's what we my question. So some parents might not know what that is. Can you guys, one of you, tell me what a spam, Finsta? It's like, I don't, I don't know, if you have a picture and you don't really want to post on your main account. It's or not it's main like, worthy. Yeah, it's, it's kind like of like funny or something and you just post it on your Finsta or it's like funny memories. It's for like your friends. It's like a private story for Instagram. Yeah. Like Snapchat, you'd have a private story, but for Instagram, it's like that i would say it's like just your close friends because like my instagram is public so i mean if that one is like my finsta is like around a hundred people yeah if that including your mom including my mom i'll that's have to so- check on that yeah okay. me too <laughs> <laughs> uh, well you know that's good to hear i think do you believe that sometimes they can be used for the wrong reason Hundred percent, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could, but I haven't seen it in like forever. Yeah, that's good. Well, you haven't posted on yours in a year. Yeah, but I'm on it. <laughs> so, yeah, I check likes, it every he day. He likes my posts. <laughs> well, that's good, and you know, again, that's where it comes in, and why parents set boundaries. And if your parents are on your account saying, "Hey, you can have this as long as I follow you," or um, yes. Tia, you mentioned the R-Packed app where your dad has access to turning off or both your parents have access to turning off the apps on your phone. So are there boundaries that your parents have set with you in order for you to have these social media accounts? Uh, I mean, there used to be, but with trust, I feel like it's gone down and I feel like they're not really hard at all on me. Yeah, hundred percent. No, yeah. I only have like Life three hundred and sixty, and my parents know my password, so I feel like it's more so a trust thing for my family. Yeah, I mean, my parents like they during the school year they would like turn my phone off, like with our pact, you can do like a time schedule, and your phone will turn off. But now that it's summer, it's they're more laid back about it because I make my own schedule now, and I, I mean I work at the church, but um, yeah, it's more of a time management thing for myself. Do you feel like when you first got your phone or were able to get these accounts, were there, oh yeah, were they more strict about it? For sure. Yeah, I had like a screen time. My phone would go off at like nine. I wasn't allowed to have any social media. Yeah, my parents didn't let me get Snapchat for the longest time. I mean, I just got it like two about two years ago, like a year and a half. So, that's pretty. I know one student who told me they created an entire PowerPoint for their parents to prove to their parents they could be trusted to have Snapchat. And they showed me at one time, it was 32 slides long. Oh my gosh. That's dedication right there. I know. I honestly like a school presentation. It it was. (laughs) There was good images, the clip, the classic clip art and everything. Oh yes. But I don't know if it actually worked. So if you're a teenager listening, I don't know if you want to try it. It might work. Who knows? But do you think that when they first put those boundaries into place, 
did you maybe not at the time you probably didn't appreciate them thinking I can be trusted I can do this I think all teenagers probably kind of go through that but can you see why they would be helpful for you or why they were helpful for you in any way yeah I feel like for me it was a good thing to like slowly get apps because you just see like the real in people through social media sort Mm -hmm. of so yeah I feel like when they helped like set boundaries it definitely created some healthy habits and I mean it definitely helped with time management as well yeah I didn't get every app at once I think it was like Instagram and then Snapchat and then TikTok so it's been like a year I've got a new social media like maybe every year which I think is helpful because then you're not just on one app instead of three yeah screen time well and like yeah exactly like we were saying before that it can be so easy to, that screen time adds up and even if it's like watching netflix i can be a culprit of that and you know it's always like you feel so ashamed when the button pops up are you still watching <laughs> you're like dang it so creating the habits of starting little by little and you know, not just because we want to be safe, but also because we want to protect our time and it can feel, we don't feel great when we've spent five hours going through our phone and when we know there's other things we can be doing. And I think that's where parents can sometimes come from wanting you to be successful in that. Yeah. Um, I feel like my screen time has definitely gone down a lot since I've gotten like babysitting gigs and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So once you get older and kind of driving and getting jobs, you see it go down. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I want to go kind of address another topic on this and uh, goes with social media. But have you ever experienced FOMO? And for those listening, if you don't know what that means, it is the fear of missing out. Have you any of you three ever experienced that? Yes, definitely. I mean, I have a group of friends that lives out of state and I mean, seeing them like having fun, like all hanging out together, it's definitely hard. And I mean, it causes me to be like, oh, dang, like I wish I was there. Um, But also just like my friends around here, like if you're like working or something and you just see them posting, like all hanging out, it's like, oh, dang, like. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks to see your like group of friends hanging out, but. I've definitely experienced that a few times. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say I've experienced it, but I know it could hit people really hard because some people I know, like they're like super tight with this one group and then two of the people will go out and then the other one will be home and then they're just like, what the heck? And I feel like it really gets them mentally. Yeah. Well, and I think from what I've seen working with you guys, but also a lot of other students, whether Uh, you know, for some it's, they don't have social media. And so it can be hard to, they have that FOMO of, I don't really necessarily even know what they're talking about or the terms that they're using exactly. And so that can be difficult, but also, you know, it can be hard for friendships. Let's say there's a group of four people and two of them go off and they're hanging out and post about it. Well, the other team might be like, well, why aren't they hanging out with me? You know? And so it can, not that they shouldn't be able to hang out, but that's where we have to be careful and being like, Hey, you know what? It's a healthy to be able to say I'm hanging out with this friend in different times, but being able to have conversations with one another in person, not, over the phone 
Yeah, definitely. I feel like people today are like sensitive to that kind of stuff. Oh, very. So we have to be like especially careful now, like with today's society. Even if you say something beforehand, I feel like they still get hurt. Yeah. It's always a, a lose-lose in my scenario. Yeah, it can be a very, very difficult thing to do. And so... And what I like to do is try to express the importance of an in-person conversation. So would you guys say, are you, if somebody's going to address something with you, say they maybe saw something they didn't like, or they're asking you a question saying, hey, why did you do this? Um, different things like that or vice versa. Would you rather have the conversation in person or over text? Oh, I would have it. I would have it in person, but no one else would because everyone thinks it's really easy to spill the tea over text. So I think it is too, because you're not facing someone face to face. And like, you never know their reaction behind behind the screen. So they could be like, oh, I don't care. And I'm just going to say I care. It's really, you got to see like their physical reaction to see what they really think about. So yeah. that's why I would say in person. I but. feel like it's definitely easier to do it over like technology and over your phone, but I feel like it's more effective if you do it in person. Um, just cause you can get through your issue like a lot faster. Yeah, for sure. Like you can also read people's body language in person I feel and like, like people, how they're feeling and stuff. Yeah. I feel like people are more forgiving if you do it like in person and you actually can make a connection while over the phone, people tend to hold grudges. Yeah. It's so hard to read body language exactly. And I know with even a couple of you and it can be, I think maybe all of you, not necessarily bad things, but um, our services, I have probably come up to you and say, hey, can I talk to you after the message? And every time, and it's people beyond this room as well, get this look of like fear in their eyes, not because of just me, but maybe because I'm an adult in your life, but I think parents, if they're like, hey, I need to talk to you. And we automatically are like, oh no. Yeah, everyone just assumes the worst when you'd be like, hey, yeah, can I talk to you? Yeah, it doesn't happen that much too, so. But yeah. do you find, and I know we're kind of saying this, so, but like, is there relief for you? Let's say it is something that needs to be addressed. And I'm saying this more for the parents. if. You know, they're doubting, hey, should I be having these conversations in person? Should I avoid some conversations? If something you've done, say you've messed up, made a mistake, do you find relief after having the conversation, whether it's with me or, so, or a leader in your life or even your parents? Personally, I do <clears throat> just because I like having like the structural criticism. So I like having those conversations just to know, like, what am I doing wrong that I can fix? Yeah, that's good. Do you feel like you have, so even if it's not somebody coming to you, do you feel like you have somebody in your life that you can talk to if you are struggling with something? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And the reason why I asked that question is because technology can be, it can eat away at us so easily so and but so quietly and whether that is with the self-image you guys were talking about or this FOMO and you know it starts off with oh bummer I wish I was a part of that group or I wish I was at that at the game with them whatever it may be and then slowly but surely we start thinking oh man I wish I was at all of these things and we start to wish kind of this different lifestyle. And so if you are able to talk to somebody, whether that's your parent 
or not. And so parents listening, knowing that it's okay if they have another leader in their life, that's just as healthy as well. But there's different things that students can feel. And so do you feel to any of you like technology has caused um, any of these problems, whether it's anxiety, maybe a behavioral change in yourself or cyberbullying? Have you ever felt any of those things? I've never experienced it, but I've seen people have anxiety when you're with someone because if you weren't a part of that group that went out in your friend group and just those two went and then they invite you to something else, they're like, do we, re- are we really supposed to be here? Or like, I've seen it and it's, and they stay more quiet during the group and they won't talk as much. So I feel like it always still affects someone. Even if you have the conversation, there's always that thought in their back of their head of like, are we really like friends here? Or is it just to make, make up quote unquote? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've definitely seen it, but personally I've never experienced it. Yeah. yeah. I've experienced firsthand um, cyberbullying. And that was really hard for me just because people make a fake account to attack you and it's, it really tears you down. And how did you handle that with, yeah. How did you just handle that Um, situation? I went to my parents because I didn't know what else to do. Cause at that point I didn't really have many friends. And so I really relied on my family at that point. And so I went to my brother first, actually. And because me and him had been getting closer at that time. And so I went to my brother and then I went to my parents about it. So, yeah. Well, just from what you've been sharing, you've had a lot of boundaries that have set up some trust there. And so you were able to go then to your family members and say those things. So that's really great. And if you like, Tia and Tyler were saying you've experienced it through or you've seen other people experience it. And Mm -hmm. so how do you feel like you can help them if you see somebody going through that? Try to talk to them, keep them in the conversation. If they're trying to walk away, just go with the flow and try to bring them back, reel them in. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, in some of these things, um, cyberbullying especially can become so dangerous and you might be concerned about somebody's just well-being and their health. And so do you all find the importance or do you know the importance of being able to go to an adult if that is the case? Yeah, I would definitely say we all know that we can go to our parents if every else fails because they'll always be there for you. Yeah. yeah. No, that's I good. feel like it's really hard with cyberbullying, especially because you think you know somebody And then they can like turn around and say something over social media that, you know, they would never say in person. Yeah. You can easily hide behind the screen. Yeah. Well, and, um, one being able to have those people. So again, to those listening, if you are wondering, do my, does my child know if I'm there for them? It's just from these three students alone. They all, whether they have a close relationship with their parents, they do know that you're there for them. And so that's most likely the case for your child at home. But just being able to reiterate that, hey, we're here if anything is happening. So I want you guys to tell me why you want to be on your phones or tell your parents why you want to be on your phones. Because I think that they have this concern that you might be addicted to technology. So can you say what's one thing you would tell them Hey, this is why I'm actually 
on it a lot. For me, it's like connecting with my friends. Um, like some of my friends, they live farther away and I can't drive yet. I did just pass my driver's test, but there you go. You got Congrats. a good score too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't drive yet, so I can't really go see them all the time. So I like to connect with them that way. Or like if I'm having a really hard time and I'm feeling like depressed or something, I typically text some of my friends if I don't want to go to my parents at that moment. I feel like if you didn't have your phone, like how would you ask someone to hang out? Would you go knock on their door? Like that's just not the norm for our day and age, I guess. Yeah, um, I feel like it's, especially like with like family or friends that live far away. I mean, I feel like my parents, like they, they too also have social media. And I mean, my mom doesn't use Snapchat, but she uses Marco Polo. And Haley, I know your mom uses Marco Polo oh, yeah. too. What is that? It's like Snapchat it's like a video. for adults. Yeah. Oh. Um, you send videos <laughs> to it like a group chat. It's Yeah. So, I mean, everyone uses it and it's nice to be able to connect. Um, but yeah, most of the time it's just talking to my friends or even making plans. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I would say on the last podcast as well, they both parents agreed that it can be a positive thing for that connection, that that would be the reason why they would allow it or they do allow it. I want to go back to what you said, Tyler, go knock on somebody's door (laughs) and how there's probably a lot of people who heard that and started laughing because that's probably what they did to hang out with somebody. I don't think I've knocked on somebody's door to hang out in like six years. Yeah, I mean, my it's neighbors. It's always like a call first thing or a text first. Yeah, yeah I'd be like, yo, what are you doing? What's the move? Like, yeah. What's the move? And even then, <laughs> it's like, if yeah, you WTM. Go, <laughs> is that what that, what's, what's the move? The what's move? the move? Okay. <laughs> yeah. We all learned something new. Well, I learned something new and the <laughs> listeners also did probably. But I think even when you like go to pick somebody up, it's not, you don't even go up and knock on somebody's door. You're like, oh, here. If you're, if yeah. you're picking yeah. them up, be like, no, like I'm you'd here. be outside when they like when they pull up. You like, wouldn't even want them to. The car. Yes. You wouldn't even want to text them. You just want them to like be oh, like, yeah. oh, they're here. Every time I pick Tyler up, he's sitting on his porch waiting for me. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I hate when I go pick someone up and they sit in their house forever. So I just it takes so long to like you text them and then they take like ten minutes and you're like, okay, what are you doing? Oh yeah, I always say here like. As I'm a block and a half away. Yeah. (laughs) Like down the road. Well, I'm telling you, the parents might appreciate you just going to the door and saying hello. But (laughs) if I'm close with the family, then I'll definitely say hi. Some people can't even hang out. You can just text them. Yeah. I have Life360 with all my friends that I like go and pick up with my parents. So (laughs) they just track me at this point. (laughs) There you go. They all know. Well, for that, going with that question where I was going with that is, what do you think life was like for teens before <laughs> technology? I feel like they all just kind of like hung out after school. Door yeah. knocking and hanging out <laughs> a until, big thing for until, you. Sun, until sunset and they would just go home. Yeah, what is it with you yeah. and the door knocking? <laughs> Tyler just really wants to knock on someone's age. door. All right, I'm going to knock on your door. <laughs> You're not going to expect it either. You're going to be like, who's at my door? Is it the mailman? You're not going to be like, <laughs> well, oh, it's even Tyler. Even the mailman doesn't knock on the door. Rings Who the knocked doorbell? at the door this at this point? I feel like it's really only like the church people that walk around the neighborhoods and knock on people's door like, the here, morning. come no, to my church. No, don't even. <laughs> oh, I don't man. think it's like um, that. No, but I feel like... Uh, or just hanging out playing like a sport like i feel like that's what they do or am i 
my parents would say I used to go on bike rides all the time because I didn't have anything and they would know when to come home when the sun starts to set. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I feel like they also like really planned things at school and they were yeah. like, okay, we're going to meet here at In this person, time. Yeah. Doesn't that sound complicated? It I, does. Yeah, I feel like also... Because um, how often do you really see them at school and nothing yeah. else? Yeah, I <laughs> feel like with, without phones, it's like harder to like make connections. So you just like stick with your like smaller circle. But I feel like now like... I mean, I'm friends with so many people from like so many different schools and like all across like the country. So, I mean, that's that's like pretty cool having the connection that they probably didn't get the chance to have. Yeah, I think that it's funny hearing what you guys are saying, because well, and even just like as kids, too, right? They don't all have phones. And so it's basically what children do and go and hang out with their friends <laughs> and we're like man that sounds like I a mean, lot I mean, of life children, their the parents, parents yeah, yeah the parents, the parents all have phones like, oh, you want to have yeah. a play date they can contact you want to have a play date okay <laughs> i'll go talk to my mom let me get my yeah. mom's number for you <laughs> that's true well um i want to end with one last question and what was we're talking to parents most likely that's who's listening here most likely I don't know if you guys, hopefully you come back and listen to it and hear what you have to say, but uh, no, probably not. I don't, know. I don't listen to myself. <laughs> Is there, what are some positive ways that you can partner with your parents when it comes to either earning their trust or having boundaries? I feel like we can all set like a time limit. Like my family doesn't really even meet for dinner anymore. Not meet, but like we don't even go around a table to eat. We kind of just do our own thing. Like we're either watching TV or on our phones. I feel like we could definitely be more like, okay, it's dinner time. Put our phones away, put everything away. Let's sit and have a family meal. Yeah. And I also feel like it's more so a trust thing. I already said that earlier, but I feel like trust is a big one for my I family. I feel like being honest builds trust a lot and then once it starts to rack up and that they're actually seeing that it's working, then you'll build their trust more. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I've definitely seen that with my family. Like trust is the main thing. That's what gets me like all my freedom. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, and just I want to going back to what you said, Haley, and the dinner thing, like even saying, you know, this is still important to me as a teenager even to have these different moments like and yeah it mm -hmm. sucks but like I feel like I really need that family time yeah so that's good and you know that's how we build the, that trust that you all of you are talking about is um, by you guys as their children and as these teenagers going up and making that time as well starting that be making yourselves responsible and then parents to come in alongside of you and maybe there's different ways they can say here um, we're releasing or removing this boundary or you know what we're going to you can have your phone for an extra hour or different things or hey I might check every once in a while but I trust you even saying the words I trust you I think means a lot I liked that one sermon that Dan did where he gave us like a challenge every day and then there was that one day that you put your phone away for the whole day and see if you can actually do it I feel like that was a really cool one for my family because we all put our phones down for the whole day and it was really nice. That's awesome. Well, thank you guys for being here, giving us some insight, learning, spill the tea, what's the move, <laughs> FOMO. I'm sure some people are walking away with some new terms. We'll see if they use them correctly. But we just want to thank you guys for listening in and joining us. And you can listen to our next Getting Real About topic. And that's going to air Wednesday, August 11th. 
11th, and that is on expectations. 